Our final thoughts and predictions leading into this weekend's matchup between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Los Angeles Chargers, and the Buccaneers defense is finally getting some respect from the league. We talk about all this coming up on today's episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, Bucks Nation, into today's episode of the Locks on Bucks podcast brought to you by NFL Game Pass. This season, get football on your time with NFL Game Pass. See all the action from every game with full game replays. You can also replay an entire game and catch all of the plays in just 45 minutes with condensed games. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. I am David Harrison, joined as always by James Yarko, both of us writers for SB Nation at BucksNation.com. Find me on Twitter at DHarrison82. Find James at JayYarko underscore Bucks. And of course, find Bucks Nation at Bucks underscore Nation and the Locked on Bucks podcast can be found at Locked on Bucks. Coming up on today's week-ending episode, we're going to talk about injury updates from both the Buccaneers and Chargers, key players from both sides of the ball for both rosters, and then we're going to make some bowl predictions and some final score predictions. But before we do that, we've got to get to your Locked On Tampa Bay Buccaneers lead story from James Yarko and David Harrison. On Thursday, the National Football League announced that Tampa Bay Buccaneers rookie safety Antoine Winfield Jr. had been named the NFL Defensive Rookie of the month per the press release dating back to the 2019 nfl season a buccaneers player has now won the award in three consecutive months after linebacker devin white won back-to-back honors in november and december of 2009 over three games in the month of september winfield jr racked up 23 tackles one for a loss including 15 solo tackles three quarterback hits two sacks two passes defense and one forced fumble among all nfl rookies winfield jr ranked second in tackles and sacks tied for the lead in forced fumbles, and tied for fourth in passes defensed. After recording a sack in each of the past two games, the Minnesota product became the first defensive rookie in the NFL to post a sack in consecutive games since Derwin James did it in 2019 amongst defensive backs. The two sacks through three games are tied for the most by any defensive back in the NFL this season, along with Jamal Adams, Mike Hilton, and Marcus May. In addition, his two sacks are tied for the most by any NFL rookie defensive back through three games, dating back to at least 1982 when sacks became an official statistic. Winfield's 23 tackles are tied for the most by a Buccaneers player through his first three career games since 2000, joining Quan Alexander, who accomplished the feat in 2015. Winfield Jr. becomes the fourth Buccaneers player and first defensive back to earn NFL Defensive Rookie of the Month honors, joining Levante David from 2012, Noah Spence from 2016, and of course, Devin White from 2019, who did it twice. The Woodlands, Texas native is part of the defense that ranks fourth in the NFL in yards allowed, third in rushing yards allowed, and is tied for seventh in points allowed per game while tying for the third most sacks in the National Football League and the second most tackles for a loss. Certainly a great campaign, great start to Antoine Winfield Jr.'s first season in the National Football League and one step closer to accomplishing his goal of being the 2020 NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. But the NFL wasn't done there. In fact, fellow Buccaneer defensive player Levante David was named the NFC's Defensive Player of the Month. And when asked about it by Rick Stroud, Levante David had this to say. Levante, congratulations on uh, winning defensive, NFC Defensive Player of the Month. Um, what has enabled you in particular uh, to get off to such a fast start this year? And what are your thoughts about um, Antoine Winfield being the uh, NFL Rookie of the Month on defense? 
Uh, the thing that's just enabled me was just, you know, the, the confidence that I have in the guys that's out there with me. You know, understanding and knowing that everybody's going to be where they're supposed to be. And everybody's going to uh, play with a intensity level that helps me level my play. So um, uh, that was the main thing, you know, these first couple of games uh, defensively. And then uh, speaking on Antoine, man, you know, uh, like I said before, Antoine is one of those rookies who who comes in and listens and does what he's supposed to do. And uh, he, he wants to play, you know, great football. And uh, he's the guy, once he gets opportunity calls, he's going to make the best of it. And uh, that's what's been going on. And, um, you know, the past three games, you know, he's been, you know, playing lights out for us. And uh, hopefully he can keep it up. And uh, we're just trying to build on our performances that we've been putting, on out, putting out there. Over three games in the month of September, Levante David tallied 24 tackles, two for loss, two passes defensed, one interception, one forced fumble, and one fumble recovery. Through week three, Levante David is the only NFL player with at least 20 tackles, one interception, and one forced fumble. And among NFL linebackers, Levante is tied for the lead in interceptions and tied for fifth in passes defensed. The former Nebraska Husker becomes the sixth Buccaneers player and third linebacker to earn NFC Defensive Player of the Month honors, joining Shaquille Barrett, Derek Brooks, Simeon Rice, Barrett Rude, and Warren Sapp. Coming up in just a moment, we are going to dive into some injury report updates, and we're going to talk about our key players for the Los Angeles Chargers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the Week 4 matchup. But first, a shout-out to our friends over at Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Pepsi made for football watching. And today's episode of Locked on Bucks podcast is also brought to you by Built Go a new product from our friends over at Built Bar. And Built Go can help you break through your wall, whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Go every day. It's easy to take in 1.5 ounce packages. Put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever, your golf bag to power through the back nine, or put it in your pocket to get through the day. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's five hour energy without the same crash feeling, Plus, it's natural, so it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster with a third of the caffeine and better results. There are three delicious flavors currently available, peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. How does Built Go work so well? Well, it combines energy gel with collagen protein. For those who don't know, collagen protein is a fast-absorbing protein, so it gets into the system fast, plus it's easy on the stomach. Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This stuff literally makes you look better. Here is the offer. Visit BuiltGo.com, use the promo code LOCKED, and you will get 30% off your next order. Again, for 30% off of your next order of BuiltGo, go to BuiltGo.com and use the promo code LOCKED. Back here to wrap up the week at the Locked on Bucks podcast, David Harrison and James Yarko from BucksNation.com. Here with your injury updates and then key players from both the Chargers and Buccaneers sides of the ball. And James, we're going to kick it off with the good guys, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And unfortunately, they've got a a pretty strong list of guys to to name on the injury report. 
Uh, we'll start off with Leonard Fournette with an ankle injury. Did not participate Wednesday or Thursday. Neither did Chris Godwin. Neither did Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller listed with a hip slash groin injury. Of course, everybody knows, well, just about everybody knows about Chris Godwin's hamstring injury, which pulled him from the week three win over the Denver Broncos. Sean Murphy Bunting continues to be a limited participant with what's being labeled now as a groin injury, originally thought to be a hamstring injury. So somewhat promising there that he's practicing at all, but we'll have to see what happens after Friday's practice. Jason Pierre-Paul with a knee was a limited participant on Wednesday, did not participate in Thursday, but if I remember correctly, Thursdays are his days off anyway, so probably not much to read into that. Justin Watson, who missed week three with a shoulder injury, full participant, so he should be on track to return, which is great news because Scotty Miller and Chris Godwin may not be coming back for this game, may not be playing um, against the Los Angeles Chargers this weekend, and then who knows what their status is going to be next Thursday against Chicago Bears. But, James, before we get to that, what are your biggest takeaways from these Buccaneers injuries? What are your, what, where does this put your head as the Buccaneers get ready to face the Los Angeles Chargers? I mean, obviously we knew that Chris Godwin wasn't going to be available for this game, but having Scotty Miller and Leonard Fournette not participate in back-to-back days is a little concerning, I'm not going to lie. Taking a look at the Los Angeles Chargers, obviously the, the big one that stands out is that Joey Bosa went from not participating on Wednesday to being a limited participant on Thursday, trending in the direction of being able to play. And obviously that's a name that a lot of Buccaneers fans are going to want to keep an eye on. You had offensive lineman Brian Bulaga and Trey Turner both not participate. Of course, we know about quarterback Tyrod Taylor's injury. He did not participate. Wide receiver Mike Williams, he did not participate. And then you had some limited participants like Rayshon Jenkins, uh, Storm Norton, and then some full participants, Justin Jackson, Tyree St. Louis, as well as Nick Vigil, all were full participants. David, what are your big takeaways from what we're seeing on the Chargers injury report? Well, I mean, for one, Joey Bosa is going to play in this game. Outside of just a serious aggravation of his currently existing injuries, he's going to play in this game. As far as the offensive line injuries go, those are a little bit more interesting because this offensive line has been a little bit suspect and they're protecting a rookie quarterback and they're going up against this pass rush. I think the biggest impact here is honestly is Mike Williams and, and another wide receiver in the National Football League with a hamstring injury. There's been a rash of them. You know, if, if the Chargers are missing Mike Williams, it's not as impactful as missing a guy like Keenan Allen, but Mike Williams losing him also loses the ability to force the Buccaneers to play honest, keep a guy deeper than you probably normally would, and it allows them to hone in a little bit more on a guy like Keenan Allen. Speaking of guys like Keenan Allen, we already know Keenan Allen's going to be a key player of the game. Uh, if you guys listen to the crossover over episode with myself and Locked On Chargers host David Drogemeyer, then you already know that. If you didn't, by all means, go back, uh, find our Wednesday or our Thursday rather episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast. Go check out the Locked On Chargers podcast episode from Thursday. So much content from David Drogemeyer there about the Chargers that I couldn't get any of the questions he asked me about the Bucks into our episode. So in order to catch that, I know at least. Uh, one of our our regular listeners, Matt from Georgia, by the way, buddy, happy birthday uh, yes. officially in audio. His birthday is on Thursday. This is airing on Friday. I already said happy birthday to him on Facebook, but I'm going to say it here anyway. It's Thursday as we're talking, Matt. So happy birthday to you. Hopefully you guys are doing good there uh, down in Georgia. So I know he listened to the Chargers episode. I know he listened to our episode. We talked about Keenan Allen. We talked about the drama between he and Mike Evans. So if you want to know about all that again, go back to those two episodes. But James, let's take Keenan Allen and Mike Evans actually off the board. And let's move into key players from the Chargers and Buccaneers. So we'll start with the visiting team, the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Offense or defense, I don't care where you start, but who are your key players from the Los Angeles Chargers, one on each side of the ball? Well, my key player was Keenan Allen. 
Uh, <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, no, it's got to be Herbert. This guy is, you know, he was thrust into a starting position last week. He is missing his number two receiver. He's got Keenan Allen out there. He's got some solid tight ends, but now he's potentially missing two of the guys in front of him in Belaga and Turner, depending on what their status is going to be come Sunday. He's going to have to play a flawless game against a very good Buccaneers defense to give the Chargers a chance in this one. You can't be missing those kinds of weapons. I realize you've got Austin Eckler behind you. you got Joshua Jackson that can make some plays for you. But you have one of the best run defenses in the NFL. So if Eckler and Jackson are going to make plays for you, it's going to have to come in the passing game. And if you're missing offensive linemen in front of you, that means the Bucks' pass rush is getting in your face. And that goes back to he has to be flawless. He cannot turn the ball over. He cannot take any sacks. This is going to be a very difficult challenge for Herbert. And because of that, I mean, he is the the one through the five of key players for these Los Angeles Chargers. Flipping it over to the defensive side of the ball, it's low-hanging fruit. I get it. But how can we not talk about the impact that Joey Bosa is going to have? I know you love Joey Bosa. He comes from the second-best school in the Big Ten behind Illinois. Wow. I understand that. 2020 division champ, or conference champs, here they come. Joey Bosa is a game wrecker and Donovan Smith has looked somewhat suspect throughout the year he's played some good football but he's played some very bad football but like you guys were talking about on that crossover episode again go back and listen to it if you have not Bosa moves all over the field he could be moving over and picking on first round pick Tristan worse he could be trying to come up the middle I this guy plays everywhere he's going to try to bring pressure on Tom Brady from all angles and he talks about how difficult of a quarterback Tom Brady is to get to because of how fast he gets the ball out of his hands. So he is going to try to manufacture ways to get pressure on Brady no matter where he's lining up. He's he's probably going to test it early. I'm not going to be surprised if in the first three drives we see him bouncing back and forth from play to play. He's going to try to find the matchup that he can exploit to get pressure on Brady, and he can 1,000% impact this game in a very negative way for the Buccaneers. Yeah, two, I mean, two Chargers players that, you know, taking Keenan Allen off the board, like you said, Justin Herbert, quarterback, most important player on the offense, most important player on the team. A lot of people would argue, obviously important guy there. And then Joey Bosa, yeah, I mean, low-hanging fruit, man, but for a reason, he, he made himself low-hanging fruit uh, because of the versatility that he has and the ability he has to disrupt uh, both the passing game and the, and the run game uh, for opponents. So good picks there for you. For the offensive side of the Los Angeles Chargers roster, I'm going to go with Austin Eckler, and that's actually a little bit of cheating because Carmen Vitale already did so on this very show uh, earlier this week when we did our first look at the Los Angeles Chargers. But you know what? That's how important he's going to be to this game because, again, if Mike Williams can't go, we're taking Keenan Allen off the board for the pick here. My other option would have been probably Hunter Henry, but I think Austin Eckler is going to have a little bit more of an impact on this game because not only are they going to try to get the running game going, which I got it, the Buccaneers have one of the best, if not the best, rushing defense. It doesn't mean the Los Angeles Chargers are not going to come out and try to establish the run. Even though you look at the stat sheet, even though you look at the front seven on the depth chart, if you're the Chargers, you still have to come out and try to see if you can make some things happen and they're going to have to do that. But even when they're not doing that, when they're passing, again, banged up offensive line that's been struggling already, they're going to have to protect their rookie quarterback when they do drop back to pass. 
Austin Eckler, all the running backs, really, honestly, but I have to pick one guy, so I'm going to single out Austin. They're going to have to do their part and try to help uh, protect Justin Herbert from guys like Shaq Barrett, JPP, and then maybe leak out into the flat, maybe into some open space, try to catch some dump-off passes, maybe make some plays. Listen, Austin Eckler is the seventh uh, leading rusher in the National Football League right now, and I would love if that was a little bit more impressive, but honestly, through three weeks, he's got one touchdown, zero runs of 20 yards or more, zero runs of 40 yards or more. So while he's, he's a top 10 running back right now in the National Football League rushing-wise, really has not been that productive of a season for Austin Eckler. I look for the Chargers to try to get him going early. I look for them to maybe do some creative things, maybe some misdirection, maybe some draw plays, maybe some early screen passes, try to get him into open space where he can maybe do some things. So that's why Austin Eckler is the guy that I'm picking uh, out, of the, out of Los Angeles Chargers offense. On defense, you and Joey Bosa, I'm going to go with Jerry Tillery. Jerry Tillery is getting his second start there on the, in on the interior line for the Los Angeles Chargers, and he's a guy that veteran nose tackle Linval Joseph said earlier was a, quote, scary, scary man, end quote. Jerry Tillery, 2019 first-round draft pick, probably didn't live up to many Chargers fans' expectations, really didn't land on the NFL scene, but he's being given a lot of credit for bringing a lot of energy and making some impacts, not necessarily on the stat sheet, but doing some good things on the defensive line to disrupt offensive blocking schemes and we all know that Tom Brady historically he struggles the most when there's pressure up the middle so Jerry Tillery can get some penetration get past guys like Ryan Jensen Ali Marpet Alex Kappa whoever he's lined up across from and do some things to get in Tom Brady's face then it might do some things to disrupt the timing might not give Tom Brady the time he needs to find Mike Evans and whoever else is running routes for the Buccaneers on Sunday and so for me that's the guy I'm kind of watching right there because of the Buccaneers can keep that pass rush at bay uh, they, they can't just focus on Joey Bosa. My my key players on offense and defense could be completely defunct by time Sunday gets here because they're very contingent on what we've seen on the injury report so far. On the offensive side of the ball, I'm going with Ronald Jones. Leonard Fournette did not participate in practice at all this week so far. The Los Angeles Chargers are allowing 109.3 rushing yards per game. If Leonard Fournette cannot go, it is on Ronald Jones to carry the load. The run helps set up the pass. We go through this all the time. Without running the ball, play action is not working. Without running the ball, that sweet flea flicker that Tom Brady had against the Panthers doesn't happen because the defense is not respecting the run. And we've seen in the past, if you let Ronald Jones get enough carries, he will break one off. So Ronald Jones is going to be a key player in this game for the defensive side of the ball. Depending on what's going on with Sean Murphy bunting, my key player of the game is Mike Edwards. He came in, he filled in at safety when they slid Antoine Winfield Jr. up to that slot corner spot, gets an interception in the end zone. It worked beautifully. Can it work again, especially if they're doing it for a full game? Having both of these guys on the field in the secondary could be huge for the Buccaneers. Yeah, two solid picks. And for me, looking at the Buccaneers offense, I got to go with Donovan Smith. And he is actually our week four X Factor over at BucksNation.com. And for for obvious reasons, I mean, this offensive line is going to have to stand up to this pass rush. Again, we know that there are some key players injured for the Los Angeles Chargers on IR. Guys like Melvin Ingram the third. But look, guys like Jerry Tillery, still very talented. Linval Joseph has been doing this for a long time for a good reason. Joey Bosa, still going to be out there. And then you have Uchenna and Wosu on the other side of the, of, the, of the defensive line from Bosa. And again, if you listen to the crossover, if you didn't, go back and do it. We went pretty in-depth, a little bit in-depth, 
on a guy like Uchenna Nwosu, who I kind of liken to a West Coast Shaq Barrett. So if, again, if the Buccaneers offensive line is kind of sleeping on some of these other players like Tillery, like Joseph, like Nwosu, he's definitely going to make an impact uh, as they focus on Bosa. So for us, when you look at this Buccaneers offensive line, guys, who do we always look at first? It's Donovan Smith. So if I got to pick one player from that unit, it's going to be Donovan. On the defensive side of the ball, I'm going Carlton Davis. And this is where I'm going to kind of cheat because Carlton Davis is going to be matching up a lot with who? Keenan Allen. And Keenan Allen is really good at doing what? Manipulating defenders, getting those flags. Carlton Davis likes to do what? DPI. So obviously it all kind of meshes in together. If Carlton Davis can't hold his own against him without drawing flags. It's going to be a long day for him, and the Chargers are going to be able to take advantage, and that's going to help a rookie quarterback like Justin Herbert, which, guys, if you haven't seen him play yet, he actually looks pretty impressive already. So if, if, if the Buccaneers' defense comes out there and makes some uncharacteristic mistakes, or if Carlton gets called for you know more than his usual one per game defensive pass interference, then it could lead to some scoring opportunities for the Chargers and what I expect James to be an already close game. You don't want to do those, uh, especially against underdogs. That's going to wrap up this segment of our final episode of the week here at the Locks on Bucks podcast. Coming up in segment three, we're going to get into our bold predictions and our final game score predictions. But first, James, we got to tell the audience about another sponsor of the show. Yeah, you know, you love them. You visit them all the time. It's the only place to go. RockAuto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and most importantly, the prices that you prefer. Those prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals as well as do-it-yourselfers. Why do you need to spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You don't. Just go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast, sending you into the weekend in a fantastic fashion. And David, we uh, we need to get into our goal predictions and our score predictions. So by all means, sir, I will defer to you. What is your bold prediction for the week four matchup between the Buccaneers and the Chargers? Uh, so my bold prediction this weekend for the Buccaneers against the Los Angeles Chargers is that O.J. Howard will finish this game as the team's leading receiver. Um, and that's yards and receptions. Uh, I don't know about touchdowns because Mike Evans is you know liable to go off for three catches, three yards, and three touchdowns. <laughs> but at least the receptions and yards, I, just, I believe. So we talked a lot about this pass rush and it's still being pretty potent even though uh, they're pretty banged up and missing some key players. But I think when I look across the Los Angeles Chargers defense, even without Derwin James, even without Charles Harris Jr., I think that the linebacker group is really where they can be a little bit susceptible. And if they start blitzing, if the Chargers start trying to start trying to bring extra pressure, that's where guys like O.J. Howard can kind of leak out. I think Rob Gronkowski is probably going to be leaned on a little bit more uh, to block for his for his quarterback. You know, leave those running backs in there, have them chip a little bit and everything else. And I think O.J. Howard is going to be able to find some open space. And then we already know he's athletic. He can do some things with the ball in open space if he gets out there. So that's going to be my bold prediction is that O.J. Howard ends the game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the leading receiver in both receptions and yards. 
My bold prediction, we we talked about it in the last segment. This is a rookie quarterback without one of his top receivers. He could be without two of his starting offensive linemen. And although he did look really good last week, I will give him that props. Herbert did look great last week against the Carolina Panthers. He looked good the week before against the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, he just he looks ready to go for the Los Angeles Chargers, but he has not seen anything like a Todd Bowles defense. My bold prediction is the Buccaneers are going to finish this game with a plus three turnover ratio. Plus three. Take that how you want it. Could mean three to nothing, could mean four to one, but the Buccaneers will have three more takeaways than they have turnovers. I like it. And I'll tell you, Dave, uh, Dave Drogemeyer and I talked about the struggles that the Chargers defense has had getting takeaways. And, you know, obviously, if you have a rookie uh, quarterback, you're going to have your own fair share of turnovers. So, yeah, uh, that's something that could definitely happen and something that Chargers fans and media and, of course, the team would not like to see continue happening as it would continue that streak through the first quarter of the season and, and really not the way they wanted to get things started. So going to score predictions, James. Uh, so the, the spread, the last time I looked at it anyway, was still seven and a half points favored to the Buccaneers, full touchdown plus uh, an extra point plus at least one more point in order to cover the spread. And I already said during the crossover that I don't think that this is a game to me that looks like a, a cover the spread type of performance for the Buccaneers. Now that they're not capable, I just kind of see a little bit of struggle coming from the offense, especially missing Chris Godwin. And if Scotty Miller doesn't go, uh, then then things could get a little bit rough, uh, a little bit patchy there in, in their first game in front of Buccaneers fans at Ray J. I'm going to go with a score of 27 21. So six point win for the Buccaneers, obviously not covering the spread, but coming away with a win. So unless you're betting, uh, the betting with the points, you're not going to care. You're just going to care that the Buccaneers are coming out of the first quarter of the season three and one, but that is my final score prediction. Buccaneers win 27, 21 over the Los Angeles chargers in week four. Well, just like your crossover last week, uh, talking about the bucks Broncos game, David, I'm going to disagree with you. Uh, I do think the Buccaneers will cover the spread. And although we have the Buccaneers getting the same point total, we differ on what the Chargers are going to come away with. I have the Buccaneers winning 27-17 to at Raymond James Stadium with fans in the stands, seeing Tom Brady lead their Buccaneers to victory for the first time in person in the 2020 season. David, that is going to do it for us. Please. Send us your post-game questions and reactions by calling into the voicemail line. The number is 813-444-5841. Again, that's 813-444-5841. Check out everything David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Have an outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.